0: Here we are, Episode 4 of The Central Podcast. My name is Simon. I'm going to be hosting this episode, and we have a special treat for you this month. Uh, My wife Maria and I oversee the 1830s ministry, which we call Central, at Imaginations Church, which is a Christian church in the western suburbs of Sydney. Before we get to this month's episode, we've got to hit the announcement drums. Come and join us at church on Christmas Day, 9 to 10 a.m., a one-hour service. All the kids are going to be in with us. It is going to be a really fun service. Christmas Day at church is awesome. And Maria and I want everyone to know Central 2020 is going next level. Cut it, hashtag it, post the headline, and get ready. So this month, we have brought in the big guns. We have none other than Pastor Jack Haynes, our senior pastor, hailing from Yuma, Arizona... Coming out of the shoot number three on a bull called In Your Facies. Well, that's the kind of things he says when he introduces people, so I thought I'd return the favor. He is here with us, and it is a great honor. He's been my pastor for 18 years. Time flies. Man. And it's great to have you here. Welcome. Thank you so much. I feel younger by just being here. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> First ever Central... Pa- it won't be the last, but I wanted to start off. How old are you right now, Pastor Jack? 67. 67. Yes, but it's interesting because I listened to a song the other day
1: that said, How old would you be if you did not know the day you were born? That's a game changer right there. So maybe I should say 47.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm 32. Most of our listeners are between 18 and 30. Right. So what did life look like for you in your early 20s? Like, practically speaking, like, were you married? Were you, yeah. were you in the military? Well, I would, if if we're
1: going to say in my mid-20s, we'd say 25, I guess. I uh, I was married, and I was um, out of the military at uh, 25. And honestly, uh, I can remember 25 as being quite traumatic. I felt like I had turned a quarter of a century, and like I had not really done anything yet for God. Uh, it, it, since I was young, I was a teenager. I knew God had called me. I knew God was going to use me. I had surrendered, of course, to ministry. Uh, I was I was uh, preaching anywhere and anytime I could. I was on staff with Pastor Messer. And I was a quarter of a century old, and I just felt this trauma almost, like, a, like not a midlife crisis, but maybe like a quarter life crisis or something, that I just really hadn't done anything for God yet. And I had to really kind of work with that but i was uh, married and i was in uh uh ministry i wasn't full-time ministry i was driving a a, a truck uh, delivering bottled water i had a route a sales route but i was a youth pastor at that time uh and uh, associate pastor and no children yet and we lived in arizona lived in a little house there and um yeah but hot for god my heart was was really uh on fire for god Yeah. So you planted yourself in Pastor Messers Church? Yeah. I'd gotten out of the military. Uh, I'd have been out of the military about a year or two. And um, he had asked if we would come on as the youth pastors there. And uh, we were honored to do that.
0: Yeah. The Sunday night of our Central Conference in October, we approached you to share a, a thought that had been on your heart for quite a while. And that is this concept of one day, day one. And that's what I wanted to bring you on here to talk about and just kind of flesh that out especially, you know, we're coming up to uh, the end of the year, the start of a new decade. And uh, I wanted to, to talk about, you know, what your life looked like because there can be a panic in people who are 18 to 30. It's like, oh, man, I, I haven't achieved enough, like you had just spoken about, or I'm running out of time. or. And uh, so this idea of one day, day one, can you just define that for us? What is one day? What is day one? Where did this idea come from? Where did it all start?
1: Yeah, I think I, I probably... Saw something written at one time, but my eyes just stopped and looked at it, and I just couldn't uh, get off it. That uh, one day, day one, and I thought, "Oh my goodness!" I said, "That there's a that, there's a ton in that right there," and I began to just consider it uh, in like in my own life. You know, one day I'd like to, and, and one day maybe we should, and oh, I think one day. But what I find is that one day just stays out there as a something I talk about. Uh, But it's not real. It's probably never going to become a reality until something happens, until something I I hook into it. Some years ago, uh, Chris and I, my daughter, uh, we had uh, said that uh, one day we would hike to Everest Base Camp. She was going to submit her PhD. She'd gone back to uni. and, and, And we said, well, three years maybe when you submit, maybe we would hiked to the base camp of mount everest so it was a one day a one day but day one happened when we actually committed we began to look at a date put a date down in a diary that we were going to do this on this date and then that day one became um a foundation for us to all right now let's find a company all right let's look at this all right let's put some money aside let's cash in frequent flyer points and eventually of course that happened we when she graduated we did we hiked to everest base camp
0: is this something that's like increased more in your life in this season of writing oh, of abs- putting down your one day
1: absolutely actually when i was younger i never even really considered you know uh, the things i'm thinking now I, when I was younger, one day was just that. It was just like, well, one day, you know, one day we'll, you know, uh, whatever, have, have this many kids or, or, you know, I. 27 Yeah, kids. right, right. You know, <laughs> no, but as I have gotten older and as I have begun to appreciate the value, honestly, Simon, of every single day, and I realize that uh, there's not a lot of time in life. There's enough, there's enough time, but there's not a lot of time. Uh, Because life is short. And I probably right now could show you my phone and go to my little notes page. And and I could probably show you 25 things that I have written down at the age of 67 that one day, one day, one day I'd like, one day I'm going to, one day I'm believing for, one day I'm going to see. And some of those things uh, I've already begun to take some day one action on.
0: So one day is that... That future dream goal, day one is that first step.
1: It sort of reaches into the future yeah. and brings it to right now because today I put a deposit down. Yeah. You know, on my one day dream or something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. And and you know, the truth is there's a day ten, a day twenty, but it's always gotta start with day one.
1: In many ways, there's a lot of one days in the day one. Uh, Like I can remember going on a hike that I'd been thinking about for a long, long, long time. And of course, there was a lot, but I'll never forget the first step. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This was a 900-kilometer hike. And I looked down literally at my feet, and I took that first step, and I thought, this is day one. Now, it wasn't. Day one had been been a year or two before, but but it seemed like that
0: also was a day one. So let's break that down. So we, we have a one day. What are some tips to turning your one day into day one? You mentioned a lot about writing things down, about making plans.
1: I think that's it, it, critical. If you don't write it down, I mean, get your notebook out or get your phone out and write it down. Um, I think it's always just going to be a pipe dream, or a or a daydream, or a or a fantasy. But it's not going to be a real one day until you can write it out, you know. I have uh, written out, for example, one day I'm going to write 10 books. Now, I, I've written three books. And, uh, but I believe there's more books to write. And so, um, yeah, so now, I mean, obviously I have that written down. Uh, I've just found or read about a, uh, a program that helps you write books. And so I've started to investigate this program. It's like I can buy this thing and download it and I would have access to write not just in my office on my computer, but it would transfer over to my phone if I'm on a plane. It would you've got your one day, but what what could you maybe it's as simple as opening a bank account. Maybe it's as simple as actually picking up the phone and calling that girl or that uh, guy and inviting them to uh,
0: uh, coffee. You heard that, central people. Yeah. You I heard it. Yeah. And a wisdom here.
1: Take a, sho- <laughs> take a shower and you know, put on some <laughs> cologne and, all, and brush your teeth. <laughs> the,
0: the question for me that I think is really important with this, because I, I, I see it, so many young adults, um, so many people in general who have these goals and dreams, and that's all good, but we're, we're talking about us who are Christians. Or born again Christians, we have the Holy Spirit in us. Where does God fit in those one days? Because I, like I don't necessarily think God frowns upon me having a one day. You know, like one day I want to take my kids to Disneyland. Right. I, I think I don't think that's. But where for you? Where does God fit in your one day dream?
1: Well, I think that's a fantastic question.
0: You know, I would say,
1: what's in your heart? You know, uh, you know, one day I want to what? Okay, write it down. Write it down, put it out there. Uh, uh, But at the same time, as a Christian and as a follower of the Lord Jesus, I know that the Bible also says about tomorrow that I have no, no, you know, uh, take heed, you who say I will go here and do such and such, the book of James says. And he says, because you don't know, you don't know what tomorrow may bring. We may not have. And so I think we do it with a sense of this is what I would like to do one day but I am owned by another. And another possesses my life, my time, and my days, and they're in his hands. And then there's another scripture, I think I was just speaking about it on Sunday actually, that says, whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. And again, that, does that mean you can go to Disneyland with your kids for the glory of God? Of course it does. God gives you desires. He gives you dreams. He gives you uh, talents and gifts, you know. Uh, some guy might say, one day I'd like to go surf the great big waves or something like that. Absolutely. I, I think all of that is legit, and I think we can make all of that, write it out, put it out, but then we must realize that God still orders the steps of a righteous man. And honestly, I have written some things down that I've gone back to lately and looked at and said, and this is like a few years later, yeah. and I've said, no, nah, eh, I don't know about that. Do I really want that? Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I wrote down, uh, one day I want to own a boat. And then I got to, honestly, I, I'm just about ready to go back to my list and probably, I don't know if I really want to own a boat. I yeah. think I can rent a boat for a week. or you know, yeah.
0: and, and I think on top of that, I think you can go back, I even think about goals I've had in my life where I've gone back and I've been like, God actually has something better yeah, for me. Be. Like I've set my one day too low. Right. You know. Um, so so revising is good, I think. I, I agree. I think
1: that's probably a good way to put it. We can revise them. We can go back over them. We can look at them again. And you
0: can't revise them if they're not written down.
1: That's a good point. Well, I know that I've got it written down. One day I want to start seeing 50 decisions for Christ on a Sunday. Now that one I'm not revising unless it goes up. <laughs> you know, and uh and then I have some real goals like that for my children right. and even for my grandchildren. And then there's some lighter ones for myself. And I don't know, maybe those things are yeah.
0: What would you say God's one day is? Like if you were to flip it around, because I like always feel like I can try and fit God in my one day, but I want to fit in his one day? You know what I mean?
1: Again, a great, great question. Every day on this planet is just A tryout. We've got to. I I feel like we can talk about one day, but the real one day is our last day here. Yeah, that's the real one day. As a matter of fact, when I eventually get around to writing a book called One Day, Day One,
0: which I already committed to write the foreword to. Yes, that's right.
1: (laughs) You've agreed that you're going to 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 do that for me. And uh, but I'm going to talk about, for example, one day heaven will be my home. Yeah. But day one, maybe, is that's that day that I've truly committed my life to Jesus Christ. But I do know this, my last day here, which will just be in a few minutes. When you think, even if we live to be 80 years old, it's still just a few minutes. Mm -hmm. And I think when we have that eternal perspective, what is God's one day? Well, this is the preliminaries, maybe, Mm -hmm. for that one day, because that'll be day one. When we step out of this life, which is last day, and we enter day one of eternity. But that doesn't mean that this doesn't count. It does count. And I think the, the things that matter most in life are the things that we can take with us into eternity, which aren't things really at all.
0: Well, thank you for coming to the Central Podcast. It won't be the last time. Okay. Okay? And, uh, and we want to thank you for setting the pace for us and giving us these kind of practical steps to really seeing not only our one day come to fulfillment, but God's one day too. Like We want to be part of what God is doing. Um, Any parting jokes?
1: Jokes? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, but I see all the Duck Dynasty heads right there on your
0: your desk. We're uh, in my office. So my question
1: for you is, which one of those do you relate to the most?
0: Probably Jace. 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 I love Jace, his observational humor. I always feel like I'd look like Jace if I let my beard grow. Yeah, my office, it's somewhere between an office and a 14-year-old's bedroom, but that's okay. <laughs> as long as if you're happy with it, boss. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening this month to The Central Podcast, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. You know, Maria and I, along with all the pastors at Imaginations Church, are praying for you and your family that you would have an amazing Christmas and an amazing New Year, and we will catch you in 2020. Are